Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a personal assistant by day, singer on season 20 of NBC's The Voice by Night. We welcome Emma Caroline. Hello, thank you for having me. Emma, let's go beyond the mic. Facing adversity with your dad serving our military, enduring bullying, and your parents' divorce. Some people will roll up in a ball, but you survived when others have faded. How? Thank you for starting it that way. I know this will be good. I stay strong through my faith in the Lord. I would be nowhere without Him, and He just provides my joy. You know, it's it's tough, but I feel like my circumstances have really shaped me into who I am today and have pushed me to become who I am. And so as hard as they are or whatnot, I would never be where I am today or who I am. And so I'm thankful for them. You cheered, ran track. What's the one thing you wanted to do in high school, but you didn't have time for play basketball, but I'm really short. Really? How tall are you? I'm 5'3". I don't stand a chance. Why did you take a chance in audition? So the voice actually reached out to me and it was great timing because the pandemic was just getting really bad and there was no music really going on in Nashville. But, you know, I had thought about it and I had auditioned in the past. I just think the timing wasn't right. And I just felt like, you know, I love The Voice because it's such a learning opportunity and I know that I want to grow in music and I probably would never get the opportunity to learn under people like Blake Shelton and Kelly Clarkson and John Legend and Nick Jonas if I didn't take this opportunity and learn from them. Where were you when you first got the call and what was going through your mind? So I actually got approached on Instagram and I was on my way home from the a lake weekend and I was like, no way. Is this like, am I being scammed or something? And then I was like, well, let me just find out more about it. And then as soon as I realized it was like a real opportunity, I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to take this. Like I am ready to do this. I've been performing more in Nashville. I've, you know, been on stage more. Like maybe this is the right time. So who did you first call to lose your mind with? My mom. For sure. Um, I knew it was a big secret to, you know, like I couldn't run and tell everyone, but I tell my mom everything. So I was like, I have to share this with her. So you live in Nashville, but you're from Tuscaloosa. All I got to tell you is roll tide. Roll tide. (laughs) Who was the coach you wanted to turn before you got on? It was definitely Blake Shelton, but I also, you know, I was like, if Blake doesn't turn, maybe Kelly will turn. I never dreamed that I would actually have to make a choice. I was just hoping for one chair and, but I knew that Blake, you know, me living in Nashville, he knows literally everyone. So I knew that, you know, beyond the show, he would be able to help me and he really just understands me musically and I knew he would. So I definitely was really crossing my fingers that he would turn. And then when he did, I... I had to contain my excitement. It was very hard. Now, when the first chair turned, was it a relief or energy encouraging to get more chairs to turn like, come on, Kelly, you can do it. Come turn, Kelly. It was like a shock. I mean, I was in shock because it's just really, it just depends on, do they like your song? Is it the right you know, moment? Like, what are they wanting for today? Like, there's just so much that goes into it. And so after working so hard to get there and then getting a chair turn, it was definitely a relief, but it was also like, Oh my gosh, is this really happening? Like someone pinched me. Um, And so I just, yeah, I couldn't believe it. And then Kelly turned and it was like living it all over again. Working in Nashville, you've seen how competitive it is. Yes. How has this opportunity changed you? It's really pushed me and 
really affirmed for me that this is what I'm supposed to do. To have someone like Blake Shelton believe in you, I mean, that's just crazy. And for him to see my potential and really want to see me succeed, that's just validating to me. So it's made me want to do music even more. It's made me even more passionate. And it's just made me confident that I'm on the right track. We're talking with Emma Caroline from NBC's The Voice, Beyond the Mic. As I talk with stars from The Voice, everyone wants the duet with Cam. How intimidating was it to work with Cam? It wasn't. When I first found out I was going to work with Cam, I was like, oh, I'm toast because he's so good. But Cam has the sweetest spirit about him. And from our first practice, we just really thought it was important to form a friendship first so that we would have good connection on stage. And through that, um, we became like such good friends and really supported each other through this process. It never felt like we were competing because he wanted me to succeed as much as I wanted him to succeed. And we both wanted to move on. I know that's probably not what I'm supposed to say, but we just like really cared for each other and really carried each other through this experience. And I learned so much from Cam. I mean, I obviously had to be uh, my best, you know, because he's so good. And yeah, it just, it pushed me, which is what I want from this whole experience. And yeah, it was so cool. And I was so lucky to work with him. Mentored by Dan and Shay. How did they open your eyes? They're awesome because their harmonies are just incredible. I mean, the range, everything is great. And, you know, they really opened my eyes to understanding how good I was too. They kind of pointed that out in me as well because they could tell just from my body language that I was not as confident as Cam is. And and so they were just like telling me to just really let go and to really just do my thing. And they're very complimentary of my tone, which is, I think is like the biggest compliment you can ever get, especially from Dan and Shay. And I got to sing their song in front of them and they loved it. They said they wanted to record us singing it on their phone. I was like, oh my gosh, is this happening? I had an awesome experience with them. They are the most kind humans. What piece of advice has stuck in your mind from Blake Shelton? I love when he told me that I will never be someone's backup singer and I shouldn't act like it. You know, he's using a little tough love on me because he knows that I can do it. I just have to know that I can do it. So I'm really working on that and taking his advice to really believe in myself and to stop acting like I'm someone's backup singer. I deserve to be center stage. Now, the walk out after losing a battle is drawn out (laughs) because you want someone to save you and you draw out every step. Yeah. Please, please, please. So what was going through your mind as you walked out? I just was not ready to leave. And I knew that I had more to show. And I knew that vocally I had done a good performance. And so I was upset that I had let my nerves take over my body and I wasn't able to express it in that way. And so, you know, time kind of stops and you're just like, wait, is this like really hot? Like you're processing that you just sang in front of all these people, but then you're also processing that this whole journey that's been so amazing is, is cut short. And so I was really upset and I was just kind of hold, try to hold it together to, you know, get off camera. And then all of a sudden I heard that, noise and I was just like overwhelmed I mean there's no way to even describe all those feelings because I just couldn't believe that the Blake Shelton believed in me that much and saw that much potential in me and that he was giving me almost like a second chance and I was overwhelmed with just like thankfulness and just 
yeah, I was just so thankful that he he wanted me to stay. It's Emma Caroline from NBC's The Voice Beyond the Mic, and it's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no pressure. What? No one can handle the Rocky Nate. Oh, yeah. Person you last gave a hug to. My boyfriend, John. Favorite chick flick. I don't like chick flicks. Whoops. What? I don't know why. I like thrillers. Okay, favorite thriller. <laughs> oh, Gone Girl's really good, but I really like books, too. Ooh, that makes me sound nerdy, though. Now, how do you like your marshmallow s'mores? Graham cracker, chocolate marshmallow, so the marshmallow melts the chocolate. Burnt. How burnt? Are we talking crunchy? Hard, yeah. What was your specialty in track and field? Discus. What? I know. I have chicken arms. I don't know how. I was not that good, but I loved it. I've been told you like snacks, so what's your favorite snack? Mm, popcorn or goldfish. Really? Yes, I love any kind of popcorn. Cheddar, caramel. How about that go-to order at Taco Casa? Ooh, beef burrito, beefy nachos, and a sancho. Favorite place to hike? Ooh, that I have hiked is the Grand Canyon. What's the one place you want to visit but haven't yet? Oh my gosh, there's so many places I want to visit. Um, Scotland. Even though you've already visited Ireland? It looks Yes, but Scotland's supposed to be even prettier. Or Italy and eat all the pizza I can. How about that favorite type of pizza? Ooh, I like pineapple and pizza, sorry, with pepperoni and onions. It's time for the back half with Emma Caroline beyond the mic. Cam Anthony and you played hooky from a vocal lesson. You want to give me the full story? We never did that. No. unless we You never did. With a golden doodle? We didn't play hooky. We didn't even have a voice lesson. We just saw her golden doodle and wanted to pet. We needed love. And what's better than holding a dog? You moved around so much in your life. How has your time on the voice grounded you? I think it just goes back to... Um, it's just really affirmed for me that I, I don't do, you know, I'm grinding it out here in Nashville and sometimes it's easy to think it's for nothing. And the voice is just really proven and told me that it's not for nothing. All this hard work is going to pay off. This is just your next step in this awesome, you know, journey of music. Now, who else has become a good friend from the show? And how have you been changed because of this experience? Anna Grace. She is one of my best friends. And she is such a strong person because of everything that she's been through. She's had a lot of like sickness and dealt with a lot of that. And she just stays strong and doesn't let things get her down. And she's still going after you know, what she wants to do, even with these complications and continuous hospital visits and all that. So she's a, she's a big inspiration. She's so talented. There's a moment in between practices and press tours and tapings where you're able to just clear your head. Where were you? And what did you do? Between tapings, I just really try to calm, like be calm and just really read my Bible, worship, and just take some time to myself to, you know, really slow down. It's easy to get caught up in everything and not take time for yourself. And it's, I need to check in with myself a lot. So I like to just be still and just be. How is your family, friends, 
tried out sorority and community helped you in this process? I would not be able to do this without their support and just all the encouragement that I've got and just people talking about me and, and bringing, you know, just post, posting it on their story, little things like that um, has just meant so much to me and people just reaching out to me too. And, you know, telling me that they've dealt with confidence issues and, that, I mean, that makes me feel like I'm not like, you know, alone or, you know, silly for having that be an issue. But everyone's just been so supportive and I wouldn't be able to, you know, it, it keeps me going. Will we ever see your inner diva? I don't have an inner diva. I don't think. Has someone told you that? Where do you get your information? Blake said you need more confidence. You brought up <laughs> confidence. Maybe it's just time for your inner diva. Yeah, I got to fake it till I make it, I guess. That's hard for me because I don't like, I don't know. I don't really get into all the like makeup and the, I don't, I just, I'll find some diva. I guess I could find some in there somewhere. Who are musicians you admired growing up? Fleetwood Mac and Brandy Carlisle. No matter what happens, what do you see in your future? I will always do music. I don't think anything can stop me from pursuing that and loving it and it being a part of my life. So music now what's your favorite kind of dog oh we my family has a papillon and it's so cute his name's trooper he's so cute going home actually today and i get to see him i'm so excited talk about the unique fraternity sorority you might call it of under 400 people in the united states who've been on the voice yeah i feel like they're not even my friends they're my family and it's this experience is so cool and unique and no one else understands it except for these friends. And when you're stuck in a hotel for a couple months and all you have is to watch TV or talk to talk to people, you just form a different kind of relationship and you get to know people on a deep, deeper level. And those are friendships that last forever. And we're all so different, but we all have this one thing in common so we can all come together and, you know, talk about that and, and have that. She loves hiking in the Grand Canyon, loves the snack in that popcorn and likes her marshmallows for s'mores burnt black. We thank Emma Caroline for taking the time to talk with us today and roll tide. Thank you so much. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.